And specifically, I remember one day at lunch, we had like these really disgusting cheeseburgers and the lunch aide was mad at me for not eating mine. And I just started crying and I was like, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and I don't think I even knew like what a vegetarian was. I was just like, I don't eat meat. And I was just like crying. <laughs> and then I came home and I'm like, I'm not eating meat anymore. And then you're like, okay, but like tuna is not meat, right? <laughs> You're like, please eat some tuna. <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome to Dancing in the Kitchen podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Stovacek. I created this podcast because I had lost myself until one day I found myself blasting the music while I was cooking and dancing around the kitchen. These are things I love to do, but I stopped doing them for some reason. This podcast is about coming back to what makes you hungry for happiness, what feeds your soul. It's about remembering the crazy stories that got us where we are, the things we want to tell our younger self so we don't get lost along the way. It's about our favorite meals and the memories, the senses, the tastes, the conversations, the people and maybe even the meals we'd rather forget, but are etched in our minds anyway. So let's have conversations over cupcakes, or we'll have happy hour. We'll talk about the music we listened to in the 80s, the music we listen to now. What's our happy place, and why is it so important? So maybe by sharing my stories and those of my friends at the table, it will help you uncover yourself too. I hope this podcast brings you joy, nourishment, and maybe a laugh or two along the way. So ready or not, let's get started. Friends, I just wanted to welcome you to Dancing in the Kitchen. I'm Debbie Stovacek, your host. And today we have the privilege of talking to one of my three favorite dinner guests, and that's my daughter, Kaylee Stovacek. Hi. Hi, Kaylee. So Kaylee is living in New York. She lives in Brooklyn. And I'm in Ohio, so I miss her a bunch. And I just wanted to bring her on and just kind of talk about some fun memories and some different things. But the other thing I really wanted to talk about was Kaylee has a vegan lifestyle. Yes. So Kaylee, could you tell us, do you remember, I remember this very well, but could you tell us when you first decided, actually at first you were vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So tell us how that started for you and where you're at so, with it now. I was like, I don't know, like seven or something. And I remember they like told us what meat was and I was just so repulsed and I hated it. And specifically, I remember one day at lunch, we had like these really disgusting cheeseburgers and the lunch aide was mad at me for not eating mine. And I just started crying and I was like, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and I don't think I even knew like what a vegetarian was, I was just like, I don't eat meat. And I was just like crying. <laughs> and then I came home and I'm like, I'm not eating meat anymore. And then you're like, okay, but like tuna is not meat, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, please eat some tuna. 
I remember. Um, so wait, I, I remember did. that you guys watched a video. Like yeah, that's what started it. Yeah, that's what because- started it. But the the cheeseburger at lunch was like the final. I can't do this. It was just it right. looked so gross after watching that video. I was just like so traumatized. Right. And, then, and what was the video about again? Just like what meat is like, what how it's made, and it's like I guess like I don't Wasn't know, it like said, a slaughterhouse or something like that. Yeah, and it's, it's weird because you think like at seven maybe you'd know like I mean you know that it's an animal, right? But you don't really think about the fact that like what it really is. And I remember right. when I would look at the the blood and the steak. You guys would tell me it was juice, so I wouldn't get <laughs> grossed out. But then when I realized that it was blood, like it was sitting in a little tray of blood, I was like, Ugh. "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So okay, so in elementary school, and so now, mind you, Kaylee's 25 now, so this is not something she's just done like on a whim or with a trend. So Almost tell us 20 years. Yeah, so now you're vegan. Yes. Right? And that was in college. I've always had like a lot of just like digestive issues and I've always been kind of like not I don't want to say I'm picky because I'm not picky, but I do get weird about food sometimes and I like to try to eat as healthy as I can. And it was because my roommate was a vegan and it was just easier that way. And, you know, I never really liked eggs that much. Milk always kind of grossed me out. And it was just like, this is just easier. And like, ever since doing that, I just felt so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I know as a parent, it was difficult because your brothers make (laughs) I know because your brothers and I still ate meat. I have two sons also. So. I would always, it was hard for me too, as your mom, trying to figure out how do I feed this child? (laughs) She made like a separate dinner all the time. She's like two dinners in one night, which is amazing because most nights I'm like, "Mm, I ate a can of beans. So (laughs) I tried and it was hard. You did a good job. Oh, thank you. So, okay, so tell me about a meal that you will never forget, whether it's good or bad. Is there a meal that you'll never forget? (laughs) The first thing that comes to mind was after fifth grade graduation, we went out to (laughs) Applebee's with my best friends at the time, and I don't even remember. Oh, no, I do. It was my friend Jake threw a pepperoni in my salad. (laughs) And I don't know why, like, I don't know what possessed me to do it. But I just grabbed my fork and I was just like, kind of jabbed at him. And I was like, I don't think I was actually trying to hit him, but I did. And I accidentally stabbed his hand. (laughs) And his dad (laughs) looks at me and he's like, it's okay. He needed a tetanus shot. And I was just like, Oh boy. <laughs> so I don't know. That salad with the one piece of pepperoni, I guess, is the first thing that co- comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Jakey Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's doing well. I'm sure, his hand is fine by now. 
So if there was, if you could only eat one thing or one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I feel like this should be easier than it is because I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I just would want to eat like a bowl of fruit for every meal. And then I don't know, some like almonds or something. Because I feel like I can never really get bored of fruit. Right. And because as long as you make it a different way, I don't think I could ever eat the same exact thing every day. Yuck. Right. That's gross. I mean, if I had that option, I would go with like black beans, red peppers, and onions. Because you can make so many things with that. And I know because that's all I ate in college. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite thing that you've made with, with that combination? The black beans, the... I used to make, I don't even know if this counts because I have, there's a few extra things, but I used to make, I would take a tortilla and put a veggie burger and some black beans and red peppers and onions and some vegan cheese and make like a little, what are those things called? They look like little crunch wraps, but like I would grill it. Yeah. um, Oh, like a panini kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah. Like a tortilla panini. Mm -hmm. And then I'd like put salsa on it and hot sauce and like avocado. It was really good. Yeah. Sounds yummy. So if that's something that you could always eat for the rest of your life, what's something you just cannot eat? And I think this is an easy one for you. This one's so easy because just meat. But specifically, (laughs) specifically, I don't think I could ever eat red meat because that is the most. Okay. I can't even say that. That's not even true. They're all, they're all (laughs) all gross. (laughs) to me yeah. in my opinion yeah. well good thing you have salad right <laughs> always it's funny because I didn't eat salad for like like 10 years because everyone was always trying to feed me salad and I was like I don't want it salad <laughs> but now it's like I get it salads are good but yeah for so long I was just you can't give me a salad <laughs> right well when you don't eat that lifestyle you know, it's hard to understand how somebody else eats. And so really? now that I've kind of leaned more towards a healthier, cleaner eating and cut my red meat out a lot and just trying to, you know, cut a lot of that stuff out, I get it now. And now I look back and I think, oh my gosh, all the things I wish I would have done differently. I would have done more homework and research. And, you know, we all four would have been eating healthier meals you know, and maybe we would have done like meatless Monday. And I think I did try to We do did do that. that. Yeah. We always had bit. at least one week or one day of the week. There was yeah. no meat. And also right. I think like vegan food in the past, like before the past three years was honestly not good. So I get it because the meat substitutes in the past, besides like the Morningstar chicken nuggets, which are still amazing um, <laughs> besides that they were all like kind of gross and tasted like plastic and the cheese was gross and like it wasn't until very recently where that stuff started to get good and I think we've also got more access to different ingredients that we just didn't have when I was younger right right so okay kind of changing gears now from different things that we eat you know, sometimes different scents make us think of, you know, different smells make us think of certain things in our life, whether it's a meal or a person or a place. 
So like for me, every time I smell and I can't think of the name of it, it's a, a perfume by Avon and it's got some kind of rose water scent or something. I think of your grandma Lynn. Like no like anything what. rose scented just automatically reminds me of her. Rose and lilac and pancakes. Ah and yes. root beer. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's funny because I would say the same thing about your mom too. All yeah. all of those, like rose, root beer, and pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grandma Greenlee definitely made some delicious pancakes. Mm. And unfortunately, they weren't vegan. But when you were still eating vegetarian, I think you had them. But definitely had my fair share of pancakes. Yeah. Are there any other scents? Yeah. Are there any other scents that remind you of a certain um, yeah. time in uh, your life? I think place vanilla always reminds me of you like specifically on days where you were like cleaning you'd come home and there would just be a bunch of vanilla candles lit and there would be like (laughs) that one (laughs) that one house tape on (laughs) just be dancing in the kitchen and it would smell like vanilla see Um, so that's perfect because now we're gonna lead right into that next thing so yeah so vanilla. I am very vanilla. It's, oh and gosh. also it smells like cupcakes. So it's yeah. like either way, it just smells like you. <laughs> That's funny. So speaking of music, <laughs> what what is your favorite music? That's like a really hard question. <laughs> and I, I know that like everyone says like, oh, I listen to everything. But like, I don't know. I feel like my taste in music like changes like every couple of weeks. I feel like I'm always really comforted by like jazz and blues music because it like it reminds me of like coming over to dad's house and like I don't know just sitting on the couch and then you know like I've always really liked like techno music and house music. It's always been really fun and I, I think that those might be my top two favorites actually yeah and so I guess what what song I mean I guess if you think about house music and techno and that kind of stuff (laughs) and jazz even so what what song makes you dance no matter where you are like if you're well you're not in a car because you live in New York but if you're on the subway (laughs) you don't drive but like What's a song that no matter where you are is going to make you dance? Okay, this is unrelated to techno or jazz, but uh, do you remember we had a cheer dance to SOS by Rihanna? Yes. I remember a lot of that. Do you? And so, like somewhat recently it came on and I was out with friends and I'm like, wait a minute. And then suddenly it just kind of came back to me. Um, so, so I, but honestly, any like, like early 2000s pop music, I think yeah. is, it, well, it always puts me in a good mood. For those of you that don't know, I was a cheerleader and I may have mentioned this before, but I was a cheerleader. And then after school, I was a cheer coach. And then when my kids came along, I coached youth cheerleading and Kaylee was one of my cheerleaders and it's really funny how you can remember like I remember 
certain songs from high school when we cheered or in the ninth grade we had spring fling and so I always remember Michael Jackson and I remember <laughs> Herb Alpert and I'm like oh do you guys remember this dance and and you know like when I hear Black Eyed Peas oh my god anytime Black Eyed Peas Toxic by Britney Spears that right. one was my Rihanna. favorite Rihanna yeah. those were like those solid our, cheer songs cheerleading songs <laughs> I'm sure fun. we had more but those are the ones that I always remember do you remember when we were dancing in the kitchen at the house before where I'm living now I do with Jenny and Perry and I think we had like that margarita mix yes stuff <laughs> and we were just so she was dancing and we were just like walking behind her doing exactly what she was behind doing me. <laughs> yeah it was yeah. really funny like like we were like being like the baby ducks yes, like following we you it was really fun I actually I just talked a... to Jenny about that the other day because it was a really funny was that I, a I new that order was, song? Was it I think we, that might have started there, but I think we did that for a couple of songs. <laughs> like I think that might have gone on for like at least half an hour. <laughs> dance party in the kitchen. It was hilarious. It was funny. What makes you dance in the kitchen? Or and if and if there's nothing that makes you dance in the kitchen, what brings you joy? Because I know now you have you've got a lot of stuff going so what what makes you I guess let's start with what makes you dance in the kitchen I don't know it like Perry has this one playlist Perry my roommate mm -hmm. has this one playlist called the mania playlist so it's this playlist that we just kind of add to whenever one of us is feeling a little bit manic and it's just like songs that like get you really excited and it's just full of like ridiculous songs like Nelly Furtado and Britney Spears and just like random things in that vein so I feel like that's always what I put on when I'm like I want to dance around the house mm -hmm. I guess that answers that question yeah so I guess also kind of like if you think about it like you know for me I like to dance in the kitchen meaning mostly like I like to cook and I like to bake and that's what makes me happy that's what brings me joy what is it that that brings you joy what is it that you enjoy doing the most and it doesn't have to be dancing just what is it you like to do so I teach these workshops every Wednesday they're just like basic drawing workshops and initially they started as more like instructional, but then um, I have like a pretty solid group of people who are all pretty talented artists. So instead it's become more of we get together and draw some things and then talk at the end. And it's probably like my favorite part of every week, just seeing everyone's work and watching everyone interact and just like getting those messages at the end that are like, oh, that was like so great. And just feeling both relieved and relaxed and then knowing that I got to like do that for other people that and like getting people sending me pictures of art that I made for them like hung up on their wall or this one time I got a video this guy commissioned a drawing of a football player and he sent me a video on Christmas and it was his mom getting this drawing of this football player that she had a crush on she was just like I love it I love it I love you and I was just like Oh, but like, that's always one of my favorite feelings is just like being able to like put my art out there and like use my art to make other people 
happy. Right. It feels good. So I guess we probably should have talked about this in the intro a little bit so that we know where this is coming from. So Kaylee is very artistic. And in high school, she entered the art show with her photography and did pretty well. She went to the career center and did videography and photography and whatnot. But then after that, she went to college and she went to Capital University in Columbus, Ohio. She was an art therapy major and psychology, right? Mm -hmm. So she had gone to college for art therapy But when the opportunity came to move to New York, school kind of got put on hold for a little bit. And uh, and so now she's doing art in the best place for her to be. So it makes me happy to know that you're (laughs) happy and that you're doing things. Because Kaylee, do you remember what you told me? The reason you you had gone through some things and and art therapy was very helpful for you. Mm -hmm. And do you remember or do you want to share why you chose that as your major and you don't have to if you don't want to but I'm like trying I'm trying to remember what it is that I said specifically but I just remember how much it helped me when I was in that place and just like wanting to be able to do that for someone else and even if it's just like one person just to like help in that way I don't know don't cry I'm gonna cry I know (laughs) (laughs) wow that just Oh man, that just lights me up because to hear you say that, that just is, that's great. That's awesome. So I guess it kind of answers the question of what feeds your soul, what makes you happy is your art and helping other people. Totally. I think that's, I mean, like all I really want to do, it's like the reason that I hate working like real jobs. And I spend so much time trying to figure out how to just survive off of drawing things and always looking for like little commissions here and there. Because I just want to be able to do that forever. Right. Well, it's important that you do what you enjoy doing and that, you know, that you're serving other people, you're helping other people and helping them to feel good. And, you know, I remember the day where, oh, sorry but also in a way that you're not just serving other people where you're also feeding yourself because serving other people can mean like, I mean, like when I was waitressing, I was serving other people and making people feel good, but I hated it. It was draining. Anyway, sorry. I had to interrupt for that. Go ahead. No, that's fine. That's good. So what's your happy place? My bed. Your bed. (laughs) (laughs) I like sitting alone in my room. I feel like if I don't sit alone in my room for enough hours a day, I, I'm i not charged and I don't know how to talk to people or like navigate the world. So I just need to like sit in a pile of fluffy things <laughs> to feel better. So I've always been very much oriented around my bed. Yeah. Oh, Kaylee, you just light me up and just... I wish people could see how adorable you are because you're so cute. (laughs) But that song, I got it from my mama by Britney Spears plays softly in the background. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) wow. Isn't that crazy how that happens? Because, you know, you raise your kids. Well, you don't know yet, but you raise your kids 
to be happy and that's just what you want the most out of life for them is for them to be happy and so when you see them in a happy place and doing things they love to do you know just thriving in that it makes Aww. makes me happy and it just oh I'm gonna cry but don't cry um, I'll cry <laughs> that takes me to a very happy place and you know you kids are definitely the reason to keep going every day you know and I just feel that a lot of times that spending a lot of time in the kitchen like when I started baking it started out as you know a single mom and not being able to buy a cake from the bakery or whatever. And so I would just make you guys cakes, you know? And ours were always cooler. Like <laughs> all of our friends were jealous when they came to our birthday parties because we got the cool SpongeBob cake and like the ladybug cake and the Barbie oh, cake. The ladybug cake, I forgot about that. The ladybug cake is still to this day one of the cutest cakes. Also like the watermelon ice cream cake, like oh that I make so for good Dominic. yeah yeah my son Dominic does not like cake but I make this watermelon sherbet watermelon bomb whatever you want to call it for his birthday every year he's 28 I think I've made it for him since he was five <laughs> <laughs> and last year was the first year I didn't make that but I made him a cake made out of watermelon like real watermelon instead and fresh fruit and so that was really fun but it was cute too um, yeah it was always fun making cakes for you kids and that's pretty much where my love of baking stemmed from and then so far as making meals it was always fun trying to get a little creative too you know yeah I know one thing that I always used to say if I was making chicken tenders and mashed potatoes and corn, the plate was too yellow and I'd have to find something else. That was else. always the thing you'd always, you could never have something be too brown or too yellow. Like, I think the only color that it was allowed to be too much of was like green. Green. <laughs> Which is good. But there was always a lot of color and balance. That was always really important. Yeah. And like everything you made. That's important. Which is always have- like, amazing to me now as a person who's been cooking for themselves for like however many years is that you would do like side dishes and main dishes and all of these things and I'm just like I made a salad I put tofu on it we're done <laughs> <laughs> but you would have like three separate things going minimum always yeah. do you remember when you guys were growing up how we would sit around the table at dinner time? And do the highs and, and lows. Oh, yep, yeah, we did. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. We, mm-hmm. we, we played this game and it, we called it high-low. Kaylee, you want, do you remember? Do you want to tell what it was? Yeah, so every day we would sit around the table. We would take turns talking about like what the high point of the day was and what the low point of the day was. And, you know, if you didn't have a high, what was it that we did if we didn't have a high? Was it like someone else like just gave you one or I don't remember there was some thing some method we had yeah. um, or I think because I remember days being like I didn't really have a high today and you'd be like well you woke up so that's one like right. but it was always a really nice 
way to kind of reflect and talk to each other because I feel like I don't know it's hard to like actually start a conversation especially with kids which obviously I don't I realize now but didn't realize then so it was always a good way to like I don't know if there's nothing else to talk about we always had that right and it was hard it's hard as a parent sometimes to get your kids to talk about what they did during the day you know if you just ask what'd you do today the answer is going to be nothing nothing or not much fox news with grandma (laughs) (laughs) but if you do well then you get to know and then we would always support each other I think don't you think that yeah I think so the boys were pretty good about that too they really were your brothers are very protective of you my brothers are very I'm very lucky I think we're all very lucky that my siblings and I are both very close like we're all very close and I know a lot of people who don't talk to their brothers and sisters very often and I talk to my brothers like every day still and even like when I was little they were very protective for me like obviously we were mean to each other for a sec here and there but like that's normal but I think I was still very lucky as far as brothers go right even though they smell bad (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you're funny you're funny so I don't know I mean this is fun it was fun to hear your perspective of that game because I know like I said the reasons why I did it was to get Mm -hmm. you guys to talk more about your day and to form that bond with each other to support each other and so I'm glad to know that that worked that's good well I know we already talked about your happy place and what feeds your soul is there anything else that you want to share that has anything to do with food or dancing in the kitchen what brings you joy any of that is there anything else you want to share with us I don't know first can I ask what your highs and lows were today (laughs) (laughs) my high is definitely this conversation right here talking to you so that's my high for sure Yes. I don't get to see you anymore and I don't get to talk to you very often and I miss you so much and to see your face and talk to you has been really super awesome so that's that's my high my low I guess I had a hard time getting out of bed this morning because I wasn't feeling well yesterday so I guess my low was that I got a later start to the day than I wanted so I guess if that's the worst thing that happened today then not a bad day not a bad day not a bad day okay well I wanted to bring you on here because I know you have a great food story and and journey and you've come a long way and I'm just so happy to have you on here and just to kind of reflect and think back on some happy times that we had I remember you sitting up on the counter making pancakes with me. Oh, I have I've a got picture a, somewhere of me picture. and like PJs yep. sitting on the um, counter making that. pancakes. Yep. 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 And uh, so just from where you've come and where you are, it's just it, as a mom, it makes me so happy. I'm yeah. so glad you could join us and just kind of take this little look back on what makes us happy and what makes us dance in the kitchen and, and our favorite foods and and this has yeah. been great so it's been really nice being able to talk about food in such a positive way and just the positive associations with it because that's not 
always easy to do and most people don't always have a positive relationship with food and that's definitely something I struggle struggled and struggle with so it's really nice to be able to sit and think about it positively and I don't know think about how much of your life revolves around it how much of your relationships revolve around it right right it was a really nice thing It was great. Well, thank you for sharing and for joining me today and for being a part of this. It really does um, mean a lot to me. So thank Thank you you so much. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening in and joining me today. It was so much fun reminiscing and chatting with my daughter. I could have talked to her all day and we totally skipped the conversation about how she got her name, which is from an old 1985 song, Kaylee by Marillion, which I'm sure no one really has heard of, but she sure has. You know, as a parent, when you're raising your children, you hope what you teach them sticks and that they remember those lessons. So when I heard her say some of the things she did today, it made my heart dance. Go check her out on Instagram at PeopleSkills, that's underscore PeopleSkills underscore, to see some of her photography work. She has such an amazing eye and always a knack for finding things in a different perspective than other people, both in her photography and in life. If you'd like to connect and see what I'm up to, then head on over to social media where I'm usually hanging out on Instagram at Debs410, that's D-E-B-S underscore 410, or Dining with Debbie. That's my cooking and community page. And by the way, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-I, and it's all one word, Dining with Debbie. You can find it on Facebook, too, at Dining with Debbie 33. I would love to see what you're up to as well. I'm always up for making new friends. So check out the brand new Facebook group, Dancing in the Kitchen podcast, and join in on the fun. Shoot me a DM if you or someone you know would like to join me on the dance floor in my kitchen, aka this podcast, or if you have any questions. And could you do me a favor if you could take a screenshot of this episode and tag it and share with your friends on your social media, that would be awesome. Because how cool will it be if we can make a difference in just one person's life by sharing our stories and talking about our favorite foods, favorite music, and what lights us up? I hope you leave today inspired and ready to find what makes you hungry for happiness. So please subscribe and join me on the dance floor in your kitchen or wherever it is that you find joy. Until next time, keep on dancing in the kitchen.